Hello and welcome back to another episode of the DFS Today Show and The Advantage. I am your host, Michael Fiddle. Today is Saturday, October 8th, which means today's discussion centers around the core four for the Week 5 NFL DFS slate tomorrow. Before we jump right in and announce the core players, a few news and notes for the show including some changes next week. But of course, let me remind you guys to follow me on Twitter at mfiddle14 to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on whatever platform you are listening. And tomorrow before kickoff, myself and JP Sticko will be live on YouTube on the Fiddle and Sticks Sunday show from 12 to 1 Eastern, an hour before the game start. And we will be reviewing sit starts, DFS options, gambling advice, reviewing any weather impacts on games, and late injury updates, which is going to be very important. The injury updates this week are crucial. As for the changes to the show next week, for next week, week six, I am traveling to my best friend's wedding. Shout out and a big congratulations to my guy Dorsey and his soon-to-be wife, Alexis. Cannot wait to celebrate with you guys next week. And couldn't be happier for them. And I will be unable to record a Thursday pod. I will be unable to record a Saturday pod. I will be unable to be available for the live Sunday show for week six. So this changes things. My plan for week six is to do one podcast. I'm likely going to record it on Wednesday. So I guess that means no Tuesday show either. Just a Wednesday podcast where I will review all things DFS. I will do spend ups. I will do value players. I will do betting advice. I will do all of that good stuff. I will give an early edition of a core four all on that one episode next Wednesday. I want to wait until Wednesday because we will get first look at injury reports from the practices. So it's going to be important to know which value spots to pick based on which players might or might not be injured. So I want to wait to record until we get early practice reports on injury news And then Wednesday night, I'll put it out, or Thursday morning. So maybe there will be a Thursday pod, but it will all be in one place for week six, simply because I will be traveling. And then week seven, back to the normal Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday on the live YouTube show. Sounds good? That work for you guys? Good, because you don't really have a choice. All right, let's move on. Go back to this week and discuss the core four going in to week five. Let me start off by saying the core four is going to depend a lot on injury news that we get tomorrow morning. I am going to give out essentially like one and a half cores right now because for the running backs, I'm going to say if this one player is out, then this player is core. I want to wait for two key injury updates tomorrow before committing to my running backs. So if Isaiah McKenzie on the Bills is out. Devin Singletary becomes core. We know Jamison Crowder's out. McKenzie, I think, is going to be out with his concussion. We know Gabe Davis is still banged up. And we have Singletary running the most routes of any running back in the entire NFL. He is going to be a PPR hog against the Steelers. Love Devin Singletary. If Isaiah McKenzie is out, he is absolutely core. I think you can consider Singletary a strong play either way. 
But again, this man is going to get 12 balls thrown his way, 10 rushing attempts, high volume, PPR, inside the red zone usage. He's had touchdowns this year. Love Devin Singletary. Love him even more if Isaiah McKenzie on the Bills is out. If David Montgomery on the Bears is out, Khalil Herbert becomes core, and those are your two running backs. I think Montgomery is like a 50-50 shot to play right now. His injury was described as a week-to-week injury. He missed last week. He got in some limited practice late this week. It is a real coin flip for whether or not he is the running back for the Bears on Sunday or if Khalil Herbert is getting the full share of opportunity. If Khalil Herbert gets his full share, he is going to get 20 touches in a run-heavy game against a team coming off of their London game. And here's the best part of this all. The Vikings play at the fastest pace of any team in the NFL. So if you have a running back on the other side, you're excited because you know that ball is going to be snapped by Cousins. They're running fast-paced offense. They're getting in their play calls quick. That's simply going to lead to more time on the field and more opportunities for a guy like Herbert. I don't love this play. If Montgomery is playing and they're splitting snaps, it's a disaster and no Herbert. If Montgomery's out, Herbert is a no-brainer. Okay? And of course, if Montgomery's playing... And now you need a different running back to become core. You look to Cornette, Lenny Fournette. Okay, so moving on. The real core four for this week. The four players that will definitely be in my lineup, regardless of injury news, are the following players. Drum roll, please. The first player to join Fiddle's core four for week five is... The most handsome man in football. Tom Brady, TB12. He threw the ball 51 times last week. He plays against the Atlanta Falcons this week. This line opened at 46 and a half. It has been sharped up towards the over. We know Brady dominates the Falcons. This is a division rival opponent. Both teams are 2-2. Two and two, And they are playing for first place in the division. I like Tom Brady to lay down the hammer in this game. We also know that he's got his weapons back, which leads us to the second player that will be in our core four for this week. Chris Godwin, the PPR machine on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He got 10 targets last week. He is completely off the injury report for this week. I look for Godwin to be fully healthy, rolling, and to be a guy that, you know, you start every week if you have him in season-long fantasy. And at 5900 for this week, I think that's what it is, he is a definite play. He could easily get 10 catches, 75 yards, and a touchdown, and have 25 fantasy points. The third player to join the Week 5 Core 4 is the Texans tight end, O.J. Howard. Now, I like Howard for two reasons, and it is the other two tight ends on the roster. One is injured, and one was cut. That leaves O.J. Howard remaining as the tight end who is going to play unlimited snaps and be a heavy target option for the Texans this week. 
They are going against the Jacksonville Jaguars. It is not a matchup that scares me too much. I think they're going to need to be able to throw the ball because we know the Jaguars offense is pretty good. I like OJ Howard, 2,600, real cheap. Guys, I'm giving you Tom Brady for 6,000, Godwin for 5,900, OJ Howard for 2,600, and my running backs... Devin Singletary for 6100 Khalil Herbert for 5900 I haven't spent any of your money yet. Take whatever stars you want. But I'll tell you, one star that I will be spending up on is my fourth player in my core four for week five. He's going to get 127 targets this week. His name is Cooper Cup of the Rams. You guys know I hate the Rams. I am fade the Rams at all costs because they only have one offensive weapon and his name is Cooper Cup. So I will fade the Rams in gambling and I will play Cooper Cup in DFS. Best of both worlds. The core four for this week includes Tom Brady, Chris Godwin, OJ Howard, and Cooper Cup. Let's go. I'm scared to say let's ride like I'm Russell Wilson. And that is how we're feeling. I really like that core four for this week. I know Brady and Godwin are going to be chalk. I think Cooper Cup is a great spend up. And I think OJ Howard might be a little bit of a sneaky play that might come out really, really well for us. Let's quickly review the betting card for week five. I went over every single game on the slate on the Thursday podcast. So if you haven't listened to the Thursday podcast and you want to know how I feel about a specific game, go check that out. But just to quickly run through the bets that I have right now, I am on 49ers minus 4.5, Cowboys plus 7, Cowboys Rams under 45.5, Miami Dolphins minus 3. Don't jump in on that Miami Dolphins minus 3 yet until we find out what wide receivers are playing. It seems like Waddle and Hill might both be banged up. If they are both out, that line's going to move, and I wouldn't like it as much. But for now... I am on Miami minus three. I put that bet in over a week ago, and I'm not selling off of it yet. Bengals plus 3.5. Bengals, Ravens under 48.5. Packers, Chiefs, teaser. Packers and Chiefs were both 7.5 point favorites when I took them. Took them on a six point teaser, and now I have Packers and Chiefs both minus one and a half going into this week. Raiders, Chiefs over. 50.5 in the total. Those are my plays. One unit on all of them. And then I have one small prop play on Zach Wilson's over nine and a half rush yards for only one third of a unit. I know the Jets offensive line is really banged up. I know Miami blitzes at a really high rate. So I expect Zach Wilson to be pushed out of the pocket and have to make some plays with his feet. I like the over nine and a half rush yards. I think he can get it done all on one play, and he's going to have quite a few opportunities to do it. So that ends the Thursday show. Thursday. That ends the Saturday show. I will see you guys tomorrow on the YouTube live stream. I will tweet out the link. So go to my Twitter at mfiddle14, click the link, and come join me and JP tomorrow on the YouTube show. Bring your questions, bring your comments, bring your concerns, get your weather updates, get your last-minute injury updates. And again, let me remind you guys, next week is only a Wednesday episode where I will do all things DFS, 
spend ups, value plays, core four, betting information and trends, all on one episode because I am traveling. All right, that wraps up this week. I will see you guys tomorrow on the live stream as always. Peace out.